I wanted to spend a few, uh, few minutes and just reflect on the year ahead, um, just, just real briefly this morning. Um, I mentioned earlier, if you, uh, if you happen to miss it, that um, tomorrow is our 21st birthday, um, the 21 years since, um, since Mark Illingworth started as a new minister in the Canningvale area, tasked with uh, planting a new church with him and four others, his three kids and his wife. <laughs> And uh, over time, you know, various people joined. And we, we uh, had a 20th birthday celebration planned last year. And, um, of course, the year, all of the plans last year went, went out the window. Um, and so exactly uh, what's going to happen this year, we still don't know. We're keeping an eye on the status of things. But um, we, we will look forward to having a big, proper 21st birthday celebration, even if it happens in 2025. We'll see. We'll just, we'll just see how it goes. Um, but, you know, this isn't our, our, our official big celebration. This is just kicking, you know, kicking off the year. And we look forward to having that sometime um, in the future. But turning 21 in some cultures is, of course, a, a really significant milestone. Uh, you know, it can, it can be considered as the, the age that you enter adulthood. Um, sometimes it's, uh, you know, when you get the keys to the house, supposedly. I don't think that really happens anymore these days. But, you know, th- these are the sort of associations with that turning the age of 21. Um, and so I've been wondering, you know, what does passing through this milestone mean for us? What new door or new venture is God going to be giving us the keys for this year? There um, are, a few, uh, I believe, a few possibilities of what, uh, what something new and a new door God might open for us might be this year as a church. The leadership team have certainly begun and been discussing and praying about you know, where God might be leading us, opportunities that, that are exciting, opportunities, big opportunities that will require risk and faith that are a little bit scary. Um, but rather than going into the, to anything that, like that today, th- there is one thing that we can be certain about this year, and that is that nothing is certain, right? <laughs> one thing we can be certain about, nothing. Now, aside, of course, from the fact that God is good, that God does keep and will keep his promises, that he will not leave us, that he is always faithful to us, those things are certain, but it, everything else is uncertain. That's all we can be certain about. Last year, we went into 2020 with all sorts of plans, that, as I said, the 20th birthday celebration, a new pastoral position on the team, and all of that went down the gurgler. And so as we head into this year, the reality is we just don't know what lies ahead in, in most respects. Uh, we might be in lockdown in a month's time. Who knows? We might not be. Hopefully we won't be, but, but we just don't know. Uh, we hope to have a fantastic 21st birthday celebration with past billabongers and present billabongers and, and hopefully future billabongers, but it, it might need to wait. And so I was, I was praying earlier this week about uh, what God might want to say to us in this season as we head into uh, being, becoming an adult as a church, becoming 21. And um, interestingly, the passage, I didn't know this until this morning, but it's the same verse that Teresa mentioned earlier. This was the, this was the scripture that I felt God um, impressed upon my heart, just to reflect on a little this morning. Um, by the way, if you do have your piece of paper, it's on there. If you don't have a piece of paper with song, song lyrics and whatnot, uh, thebillabong.org.au has all of this on the, on the main front page. But I just want to read this, these verses from Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. 
In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was 21, and when I turned 21, my uh, attitude to life was that I pretty much knew what life was about. Uh, I I could pretty much do what I wanted. Um, I was a Christian by then, so I didn't do too much bad, but I I could pretty much, I was pretty free, had a lot of freedom, and I, I had a pretty good understanding of things, or so I thought. That was who I was when I turned 21. Um, and I was happy to lean on my understanding of things and how the word w- world worked and what I needed to do and how I would progress in life. Then as time went on, after I turned 21 and 22 and 23 and so on, I realized more and more that I lacked understanding in a whole heap of ways um, in, in understanding in how to face uh, life's challenges and I wonder as a church if this is where God wants to take us next that maybe we kind of we have it made we pretty much know what we got to do but that God wants us to really learn to trust in the Lord with all our heart completely and to lean not on our own understanding to lean not on our own understanding but on his wisdom for us to submit to him in all of our ways, as the scripture says, in everything that we do. Now, that's hard when we're a community of, of around 200 people because we all have passions, we all have uh, preferences, we all have different personalities and they don't always align. In fact, rarely do they align. We come from all different backgrounds and preferences and cultures. And, but if we align with him in all of our ways... If all of us individually and as groups and families and then together submit to him in everything, leaning not on our own understanding, uh, our path will be straight and it might not be expected. The path might not be comfortable. In fact, it probably won't be comfortable and smooth sailing, but it will be directly towards his plan for us. And that's hard because there's so many of us. We're not a massive church, but we're also not a small church anymore easy to just do the things that we want because what we want is so diverse unless we align with God. The proverb goes on to say, do not be wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Uh, before I turned 21, I, um, I ate too much McDonald's. That's just the reality. <laughs> um, that's not particularly good for the nourishment of your healthy body and bones. Um, uh, as the as the scripture says, health to your body and nourishment to your bones, and, and and so I wonder how God may want us to quote eat healthier unquote this year. What does it look like to be fed richly and and to be nourished well by Him and not by other things which we put in His place? Finally, it says, "Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine." Another thing: before I turned twenty-one, I basically had no money. I don't know about uh, anyone else who's not yet twenty-one, but you're not exactly rich at that point. Uh, then, as I turned twenty-two, twenty-three, etc., I, I started working more, I started earning more, I was saving a bit. All of a sudden, I, I had a bit more in the bank account. Um, We are no longer a poor church struggling along, hiring a hired venue, just scraping, you know, what we can together to get get by. 
we have been richly blessed. We also don't have a debt looming over our heads like the first five years of being in this building. Uh, We have been richly blessed with resources far beyond, and I mean this, far beyond what almost any other church our size has. That's just reality. So the question is, how will we use it? Will we... Will we uh, honour the Lord with our wealth, the first fruits of our, our crops, you know, so to speak, in our barns, so that our barns will be filled to overflowing? My hope is that we will honour the Lord with what we have been given. And I'm so glad that we do already in so many ways. There's six churches meeting here every weekend. Uh, one of those uh, just recently is uh, the Spanish congregation who were here way back in the times of the shed. Anyone remember the Spanish people from the Spanish congregation? A few of us. Uh, they met here. This was their home way back when there was a shed somewhere there. <laughs> um, and, and they've just joined us again on Sunday along with Calvary Chapel, Disciples of Jesus Covenant Community, Emmanuel Methodist Church, Zion, uh, Zion um, um, something, um, on Saturday evenings. Uh, uh, fellowship and and uh, as well as Southern River Church of Christ who are reaching people through English classes here, um, Eternal Life Ministries who do prayer ministry uh, prayer meetings here occasionally. Uh, I've almost lost count, right? And th- this is the blessing that we're able to be to the body of Christ and, and to work together with the larger body. I didn't want to mention this last Sunday while we were live streaming to all these other churches because we didn't want to come across as bragging or anything, but, but this is something we really get to live as a community not just do a service with some other churches every now and then but actually get to share our our facility to work together with them and i'm hoping that this year rather than just inviting them along to carols we can organize an event or two where we intentionally get together with those communities and see that this is much more than just the billabong congregation here and so as we enter adulthood so to speak uh first thing tomorrow morning uh, let's, remi- let's remind ourselves of what um, is important and always has been important to us as a church, that we seek after God with all of our heart. We lean on him, um, that a core value that we have is that hunger for God and for his presence, to always trust him, that we, always, that we also uh, deeply value relationship with each other and community, that it's not just the way the world does friendship and community, it's the way Jesus followers do community. And so our life groups and our fellowship on Sunday mornings and all of the other things are so, so central to what we do. Let's remember that we value investing a life of faith into our young people. Because if we don't invest in the next generation, not just with our time and our, our token ways of doing that, but with our, with our finances, by, by making sure there is someone on the team to help us with that, but also by investing our time and our, and our energy, that if we don't do that, we won't see a church another 21 years from now. Or if we do, it'll be, it'll be so par, far past the point um, of no return in that area. And that we value reaching those who don't know Jesus. That so many of you are here because you found relationship with Christ through this community. And if not through this community, through another Christian family who invested in you only for you to, to, to come here at a later time. That we all started somewhere. Somebody invested in us. And so we are here not to exist for ourselves But God has placed us here as the church to exist for the world around us, those who don't know him. Let's remember that uh, as we head into 21, that nothing is certain except that everything almost is uncertain and that God is faithful to us. 
He loves us. He will not let us down. He will keep his promises. Amen.